Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, the ultimate film and TV podcast. We are your hosts, James and Anthony. This episode will be on Point Break, joined by special guests, the Confused Breakfast Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome back to the show. We're very excited to be here talking about one of the 80s classic action movies, Point Break, with some special guests. Yeah, the Confused Breakfast are here. We set up the studio a little differently. They're here in person. Say hi, everyone. How you doing? How the heck is Hello? everybody? Hello, how are there? you doing? Hey, guys. Confused Breakfast podcast, movie, film podcast, TV podcast. Why don't you guys introduce yourself one by one? I am Sean Pryor, and I do a podcast called Confused Breakfast. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys know? <laughs> no, I, my name is Mike Schulte. I am also on the Confused Breakfast Podcast. And I round out the Confused pr- Podcast. <laughs> my name is AJ Vance. Nice. Well, oh. congratulations for, on your podcast, guys. You've been, you've been killing it the last year. You Thanks, same, same with us. You hopped on TikTok and you got your following and now your show is getting huge. You're just on Burt Krishner's podcast this week. Hopefully, Brent Chrysler's. Brent, yeah. Brent Chrysler. <laughs> I'm saying his name. I'm like, is this, am I saying it right? No, I don't <laughs> Brian, think anybody's Cr- Brian Cranston's Brent. podcast. <laughs> Burt Kirshner? Brent, Brent Chrysler. Brent Chrysler. <laughs> Something like that. Anyway. Yeah. Actually, that's the joke, isn't so, it? That yeah. that people always mispronounce his name, so they call him like Brent Chrysler or, yeah. or Brent, Brent Krishna. And Brad Crenshaw. That's, yeah. that's so cool. It's great rep and cred so that's such, such good news for you guys well you know there's so many so many movie review podcasts out there i mean like i was naive when we started this that i seriously thought there were not that many mm-hmm. and i thought we had an original idea in this. <laughs> <laughs> and and then in, in really diving into it and going oh my god everyone is doing this it was really easy and clear to find who was doing it right and like you guys immediately found you on tiktok and then started listening to the episodes, and it's like, oh, these guys got it. Appreciate like, it. no, it's yeah. it's true, man. Nice. It's very true. Thanks, guys. We all got in in 2020, so you yeah. guys started your podcast then too. We were talking about that before the show started, the so we got in movie. just in time. But yeah. there are yeah. tens of thousands of movie podcasts now, and the yeah. thing, probably more. Yeah. The thing for all of us is we're just regular people. We now have to compete with celebrities because so many celebrities have yeah. started their own podcasts, especially actors, yeah. and just right. famous celebrities. So we're competing with people who already have a worked in like audience. And so like when someone's famous is like, Oh, I started a podcast. They get hundreds of thousand downloads right away. Whereas like you guys, we started out with just nothing and just our moms. Yeah. yeah, 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 Mom, mom putting on repeat. Thanks Janice. Thanks Jan. (laughs) So it's amazing to see other people and we're surprised ourselves, but other people that succeed at it and, you know, grow an audience and connect with, you know, movie lovers. And that's what it really, it's all about. It's amazing. We have a built in community nowadays and, we're always interacting with our fans, and it's just like great to share the love of cinema and yep. movies and great TV shows with them. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I always say on the show, it's like I, I was in my basement just watching special features to everything that I could, you know? Mm. And I, didn't, I went to high school and I had like one person I could talk to about it with, and they were like, yeah, but. Yeah, but what's you know what what's Titanic like? like I want to talk about Scorsese, man. You know? and then, Taxi driver. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, what? And then yeah, and then doing this show, it's it's just that I just get to spout off my knowledge that's useless everywhere else. So were you, were you guys like teenagers just like running through IMDb facts like like we were? Oh yeah, just the like, forums yeah, and everything. All, yeah. yeah, Wikipedia, just learning everything you can about Joe Pesci's life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we talk about the IMDb message boards all the time and how great that was. Like yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. What was the message board? Remember it was like the for, the forums. Uh-huh. Like the... It's kind of like Reddit. Okay, I never yeah. interacted in that. I just read the facts, trivia facts. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and then it was just basically people being like, did you know and what about this fan theory and yeah. like that kind of stuff, which is basically what we do. Yeah. I mean, we talk like fan theories on classic movies. We talk about the stuff that everybody's just kind of talking about with their buddies, you know? Right. So that's kind of what we specialize in eighties, nineties. Mostly you mm-hmm. guys get more into the modern stuff and some which of the TV. I like. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. throw in a lot of classics too. Cause we love classic films. Like we just did jaws and ET. Oh, the nice. Last couple of weeks. But yeah. like, <clears throat> and we try to throw in sprinkle in international films here and there. Yeah. But we kind of just try to stay relevant and with the times, but also talk about films we really love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get yeah. those views play. I gotta get, get the views. views. <laughs> yeah. All the TikTokers when are it, talking Marvel and it, Star Wars. We're gonna compete with them. When you pay your bills with the show, you're like, all right, I guess we will review this show. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> got, yes. There's a little bit of give. There's some, yeah. yeah, you gotta exactly. compromise. Yeah. Well, how about we get into point break, guys? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. So this came out in nineteen ninety one. Oh, wait, we're doing the old one? 
The original. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shit. My notes. No. Uh, <laughs> well, this the, sucks. Well, the new one's better, right? <laughs> oh, you got wholeheartedly. Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna speak for them right now, Mike. You need to leave. Okay. I'm, I'm out here. That was a great poker face. You nailed me. Yeah. <laughs> Ninety seven. Oh. I turned that one off. Honestly, <laughs> I couldn't finish yeah. it. Anyways, Point Break, the original, came out in 1991, directed by Catherine Bigelow, written by Rich King and W. Peter Illiff. Budget of 24 million dollars. This grossed 83 million worldwide imdb it's a 7.2 ron tomatoes 70 percent critic score 79 percent audience score and i have a little synopsis here if you guys let's hear it what's it, it. what's it about man point break starts <laughs> <laughs> that voice what's it about man point break stars keanu reeves as johnny utah a fresh-faced fbi agent and former college football quarterback who stumbles on the biggest case of his career the first week on the job the case finds him chasing a band of daring bank robbers he believes have deep ties to the local surfing community. Utah goes undercover as a surfing noob and infiltrates the gang <laughs> of the charismatic adrenaline addict and surf enthusiast Bodie, played by Patrick Swayze. After getting close with Bodie, Utah soon suspects his new friend is the bank robbing mastermind he's been looking for. Nice. How many times have you all seen this? I think I'm up around 20 times I've seen Point oh, Break. Uh, yeah, yes. I'm, I'm up, up there, there too, man. Yeah. I, I was watching it on the plane on the way over here. I'm like, this is it's just so comfy. Yeah. yeah. I just like, oh, I love this. This was always one of those movies, though, that was just always on TV. Yeah. yeah. Like Spike TV. Yes. It was just, yeah. you would always walk into the middle of it and just go, well, I'm going to watch T a little TBS. bit of this. TBS. We now oh, return yeah. to Patrick Swayze in Point Break. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, just, I'll watch this for a little bit. Oh my god! Because we have we have four older brothers, so they would always put on these '80s movies. Like grew up with Arnold and Sly when we were little kids, mm. and this was also one of them. Just like this was such an, a legendary movie from that time that still holds up, and they really don't make them like this anymore. Catherine Bigelow really is one of the best directors of the last few decades. She's terrific, deservedly won the first Oscar for a female director. Yeah. But I think a lot of people will be surprised if they watch this movie to learn that a, a woman made it because it's kind of yeah. it's so masculine, it's <laughs> yes. so macho. Yes. But she has such talent as a filmmaker. Like just the, her direction, I think some of the best action scenes. That foot chase is one of the best oh foot God. chases oh of God. all time. The steady cam. Yeah, yeah. The, she's yeah. such a brilliant filmmaker. I love her movies, and this is one of her best. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like um, the Hurt Locker, right? Is, yeah, is she won the Oscar for. Uh, you're right. It, I I like what you said about it being such a masculine movie, and mm -hmm. like that's what it is. Like even like they uh, in Hot Fuzz, they parody it. Yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. Like oh, you, you ever fired a gun up in the air and gone off? Yeah. Which, how, like, Point Break or, or Bad Boys Two? Which one do I want to watch? Which no, one do which I want to watch first? first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's it's it is such a masculine movie, and being directed by a woman, it's it's crazy. Like you you would never think about that, but um yeah it, it's it the way that it looks too it's shot so good like especially the la kind of look oh yeah I, lo I love i love that about it i love la movies and this is one of the best we live in la now but we didn't we didn't grow up there but when you live in la for long enough you watch these movies you're like oh my god this is such an la movie i never realized <laughs> where it even was but then you recognize just the way streets look the way buildings look and even yeah. areas where they film and you're like oh my god like that it makes it makes you connected movies in a different a different way like nightcrawler was one oh, where yeah. after we had lived in the valley where it was filmed and then I watched it after moving to LA. I'm like, oh my God, this is made in our neighborhood. Yeah. Reservoir Dogs was shot in our neighborhood specifically, the entire Here. Reservoir Dogs. Oh, wow. Are you yeah. serious? You can, oh if we gosh. watch it, it's like literally the streets right there. So, well, Sean's Damn. done recording, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got ready to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm exploring to do. Now, I, uh, with, with this movie, you certainly also don't get some other great uh, well, obviously the greatest franchise of all time. Without Point Break, you don't get Fast and the Furious. Exactly. Okay. It is, it is, Fast and Furious <laughs> is Point Break. It's yeah. the same movie. The that, same. Even some of the set, even some of the sh uh, locations are actually the same locations. Yeah. For for this movie, and it's it's awesome to get to see that Fast uh, and the Furious opening scene. Four cars. Yeah. Point Break. Four surfers. Hey. Bank robbers. Yeah. I mean, it's it's nonstop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What also Brian and Johnny keep showing up at the hot girls restaurant. Yes. Yeah. Like they're they they're like order, showing they order tuna, and they both order tuna. Yes. It's insane. They are being very. They're not being like great. Like not, not, not being some subtle. of it doesn't really hold up anymore. Like, <laughs> be a little overbearing and dominating, but uh, it, it's just it's the eighties. Well, and 90s. do you think they teach that in the FBI to say, okay, if you're trying to get in, you're trying to go undercover, find out something tragic about someone, and <laughs> then and then lie about yeah. it he to does get in. Tyler, he manipulates the hell out oh, of Tyler. Wow. I'm surprised she ever took him back. Yeah. <laughs> My God, Johnny Utah, I love you, but damn, bro. When she damn. Sa when she saves him from the surfing, I mean, first. First of all, 
had he gone out there and drowned, this movie's done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's kind of a bonehead. Yeah, this movie's really over. Dumb. But, but she, he goes, my name's Johnny Utah. <laughs> Who cares? Just saying what we're all thinking. I can't I describe am how I'm feeling. <laughs> Why can't I just say what's on my mind? <laughs> we love Keanu to yeah, death. Yeah, I love yeah. him so much, yeah. but he was not the actor talent yeah. he became in this movie. And that's like, I couldn't imagine anyone else being Johnny Utah, but his performance is, you know, not there. It's, right. yeah. If Swayze was in this movie, holy crap. But I still love it and I still laugh at it, but Keanu's just so charismatic. Yeah. The face, he's just the man. Yeah, we were like, we were talking, we watched it and it's like you know his acting's pretty pretty bad and but like he's got the face yeah. <laughs> he's got the face yeah. he's the representative for a guy like me who's not a good actor to be like i might have a chance I could probably do something i like could that. probably be an actor could do that <laughs> the thing is you have to look like keanu reeves so. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah i mean the hair is coming in a little bit but not you know not keanu style it's the same thing with coppola's dracula like he got keanu for that movie because he's a hot young heartthrob not yeah. because he's like at the time yeah. wasn't a great actor he's a great actor now but like yeah. he didn't have the chops yet but they still pull it off because Catherine Bigelow is such a great director. Execution's phenomenal and makes it just his performance like like palpable in a the, way. The yeah. thing with Keanu is like he's he's a wonderful actor, but he has his strengths and his weaknesses, and he's great at what he does. And now he, I think he's the last ten years he's understood like what kind of actor I am. We don't see him doing something like Daniel Day Lewis or Joaquin Phoenix no, would right. do. No. He's not gonna like disappear into a role, but. What he did in the Matrix, I don't think any Jeez. other actor could have done what he did as Neo. And he's really perfect as someone like John Wick. And I think he has a lot of strengths as an actor, but he is kind of limited. There is a ceiling within terms of Very like, much. you know, the performance, you know, becoming a chameleon, like just transforming into another person. He can't quite get there like someone like Gary Oldman can, yeah. but he still is great at what he does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think your point too of having Patrick Swayze in the film kind of grounding him a little bit and obviously being the one that we want to watch the whole time. I think uh, Gary Busey does a really good job as his partner to kind of ground yeah. him and like the gruff uh, guy that's been there for years and years, knowing like exactly what he's doing and then injecting the guy that's, you know, kind of new, but has this new energy to it. I think it's a really good pairing, Gary Busey and uh, Keanu Reeves. Well, who is the main character? Is it? Is it's it definitely it's Johnny Utah. Utah? Is it? Yes, Utah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But Bo Bodie's maybe the most underrated and under talked about character in like film history in the Dude. last couple decades. Yeah. Swayze steals a show. Yeah. He's yeah. he Bodie's the guy that you hate because you ain't. Like he is he was what? He was 39 in this movie? Looks like he's 25. Dude, <laughs> Dude he had just done the, he was sexiest man alive in 91. Dirty Dancing Ghost and Roadhouse had all come up just prior to this. Like top of the world yeah. for this man and he was just like the perfect man to play that role i believe everything he says that i feel like that's actually patrick swayze yeah well he said, I saw, I saw an interview where he said he relates more to this character than any other character wow. he oh. ever played he said he felt like he was so much like Bodhi already and it seems like it's definitely going to be the most like him in real life and it's such a tragedy that he passed oh, away because terrible younger generations they have no idea who he is and he if he had still been alive he would he would have been maintaining his presence as one of the yep. best actors alive because the last great performance yeah, i can think of him in it was donnie darko and he's yeah. great he's great in that just in a supporting role yeah. but so talented and it's a sh he was such a big star yeah. and it's it's for a good reason because when he's on screen in this movie you can't look away <laughs> yeah and it, it's like even with gary Busey, gary Busey's great but among all the other actors, I was watching this last night. I was like, Patrick, Patrick Swayze is like the only person who's like a great actor in this movie, mm. and he absolutely <laughs> Busey. Sat... Busey's great. Busey's great. He's, man. Busey. he's playing whoa, whoa, himself, whoa. but he's Busey. <laughs> he's crazy, but he's Busey. He's, yeah. But like Swayze's like on another, like he just chews up his yes. dialogue, oh, and yeah. like when he talks, you listen. You know what I mean? It's a super complicated character too, like because there's some deep underlying things to this man. He is he is the equivalent of like a yin and a yang. Like he's committing major crimes and potentially doing other bad things and maybe killing people and but yet he's the nicest guy on the planet that is perfect zen you know like when, when they after they fight war child you know war like, child <laughs> war child they, they, get out of here sunflower back off war, war take it easy feather bonnet <laughs> hey dan knock it off i don't know he's just got, like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get a nickname yeah I didn't, I'm just saying. he's an intern we don't get him <laughs> But he's even like Busey comes running up. He's like, "Have you seen, have you seen a, a kid or like stereo, or a dog? Yeah. yeah, stereo. Hope you find your stereo. You know, like he's he's like genuinely cares about this random guy that yeah. just walked up that had the lost stereo or yeah. whatever. So <laughs> it's a it's an interesting like it's a complicated character, really. If yeah. you think about Bodhi, he's like anti capitalist, anti government, anti the man, and more. He's I think that he's motivated by like uh, human beings to have a 
getting losing their connection to uh, nature, to spirituality. And I think obviously he's motivated more by that and showing people that they don't have to be controlled. They don't have to work a nine to five in a job they hate and get stuck in traffic for two hours every day. And he's trying to show that it's better to be free as a person than to be controlled by a more powerful forces. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he's he's the like the the less or the more zen and less uh, violent and chaotic Tyler Durden almost. Kind mm. of like, he's, like anti-capitalism and everything, but uh, all, also. But there's a purpose to it. It's like, like you're not your things that you own, pretty yes. much. Yeah. 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 And going back, as you say, he's so convincing. It's like, hey, uh, we just almost got busted committing this robbery. And he talks them back into doing another robbery because he he could have talked me into doing a robbery at that point. He's like, all them going to their nine to five and their metal coffins stuck in traffic. And I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, let's go. I'm going to rob a bank. I'm going to go with you. He's a, he's a kind of an ironic character. So he, I, yeah, he's anti-capitalist for sure, but he's more of like anti-contemporary world. He's not. He thinks the world's empty in a lot of ways. That's why sure. he's, he's a, his drug of choice is adrenaline. Yeah. And so he sets right. him up for, alive. Yeah, exactly. He sets him up for, himself up for failure where because he needs more and more adrenaline, he has to constantly keep looking for that 50-year storm. Yeah. And- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In every facet right. of his life, that's why when the heat's the hottest, when they the cops are on their tail, he's like, "We're gonna go again, yep. and we're gonna go for the vault this time." So yep. he needs more adrenaline, and he sacrifices his entire life basically, and kills everyone he loves because of Oof. his addiction oh. to getting that constant hot, that that adrenaline high. Right. Yes. Great point, man. Thanks, yeah. man. That's so insightful. <laughs> that was great. That's, that's why we're here. That's, that's why I just paid the big bucks. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. Uh, get those those epic medium bucks. Yes. <laughs> medium, very medium. The medium bucks. Yeah. But I really love the filmmaking of this film because uh, she shot at Panavision anamorphic lens, which is why it's so widescreen. And anamorphic lenses let you see more of the environment left and right of the frame as opposed to traditional lenses. And these are, this is the kind of look that Michael Mann used a lot. Yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson used it. Tarantino used it a lot in the 90s and still does. But he's he's gotten more for the, the large format nowadays. But I love widescreen anamorphic. It's done much less than it used to be. Like in the 80s and 90s, it was all over the place, and movies just feel different. Yeah. They feel more visceral. They're not color corrected. It feels like very raw and gritty, and I think it helps with the action as well. Like the that raid at that house is such Ooh. a great action scene oh, yeah. in the lawnmower, but it's really brutal. The gore is great, and then that chase sequence. But I think the anamorphic filmmaking really adds to the epicness of the film. It really reminds me of things like Heat, the cinematography and production in that movie. Yeah, that lawnmower man. Oh man! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Every time, every time I watch it, I go from an Audi like to want, an any man. It's bad. For, like if Bodie was, if you're looking like for an ad- adrenaline rush, that's it. Just put your face next to some, like, like, next to some blade. I'm always like, knock Keanu's face, not, not his face. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how Bodie wakes up every morning? He, he has starts to. his lawnmower. He's like, <laughs> he has shaved. to. Not coffee. But both those scenes, uh, the 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 raid scene and the chase scene. There's no music in either of those scenes, right? right? Yeah. Just when the chase starts, there's a yes. little bit of like a, a bit Some synth, yeah, a little. And then it's just like, and then the same thing, them hustling around the house and the lawnmower noise in the background. That's a modern day movie would have like, you know, like it would. But Hans Zimmer That's a great theme. It's a great theme. We always talk about that. We go back to it pretty often. Like anytime something like mundane happens, like Johnny Utah's got to do some dishes. Like, oh my god, that's a great opening with the title font. It's great. I love it. It would it would have been a better opening than what actually happened in Speed. Oh yeah, yeah. Him doing dishes. <laughs> but Jesus. I think you're right, especially uh, talking about the anamorphic lenses and everything like that. Like the 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 surfing photography and especially the skydiving photography is, and they stay on it for a while. Oh like, yeah, long like, takes. You know they uh, it, they could have edited that down a little bit, even maybe. But I think it's worth it to have it be as long as it is because it looks so great. It might be the best looking kind of 
surfing skydiving thing that I've ever seen in a film before yeah. before uh, Mission Impossible Fallout with the Halo jump. I think oh, sure. I think it's the best skydiving sequence, and that's in part because uh, Swayze actually did the skydiving himself. Yeah, and you can oh. and Keanu didn't. That's why if you watch that scene. Swayze wide shot, you can see him ah, actually in the gotcha. sky, but all of Keanu's shots um, are up close, yeah. medium, and they'll do a stunt double for wide shots. So you won't really see clearly his face. So Keanu actually didn't do the skydiving. I don't think the insurance would allow it. Um, I, weren't they, they wouldn't allow Patrick Swayze either, but yeah. didn't he just do it? He, he just kept he doing it. Them. He did <laughs> yeah. 50 jumps, and that's actually oh him. God. But also, yeah. many of the skydiving shots, they're like close-ups, they're dialogue, yeah. so they yeah. actually built up these giant rigs that they were connected to with yeah. giant fans to make it look like they were actually skydiving because you can't really pick up dialogue and block yeah. and worry about falling to your death with yeah. an actor. Have, you know have you ever skydived? No, skydive? I have not. Have not. So yeah. there's not a chance in hell you could even hear your own voice. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. Let alone being like, this is so great, right? Right, yeah, it's awesome. I love you. What time is it? Oh shit, we're gonna die. Grab my hand, man. What'd you say? I don't want to shake your hand while we're falling to our death. Yeah, but I love the skydiving sequence because it's a great example of how how similar Johnny and Swi- and Bodie are. They're just uh, polar opposites of the same coin because even Bodie's surprised and shocked by how crazy and wild and willing to risk his life Johnny is. And that's that moment when Johnny jumps out of the plane without a parachute. Fuck it! it. He should have said that before he jumped out. I I wonder. I wonder how many. I wonder how many. Like, hey, we just need a one-liner here, if you don't mind. And he's like, "Yippee ki yay!" Can't do that. No, we got. Yeah, that one. I am an FBI agent. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. We used it before, but we can do it again. I think. All right, we're sixty takes in. What do you want to do? Fuck it! Amazing. That's the one. That's the one. That's the one. It's got to be one of the coolest action moments in in action history when he's just diving dive bombing out a plane without a parachute yeah. And a handgun. Yeah. It's yeah. just so yeah. badass. Yeah. It's, awesome. it's so badass. Yeah. You, you tell me that scene, like, that's that's action movies. I wish that's I could have seen it in theaters. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. That must have been epic. Yeah. That's Hollywood, yeah. man. Can they, <laughs> can they put this into IMAX? Just better. Just the scene. That's fine, too. Yes. <laughs> well, it's really immersive, too, as, as you're talking about Patrick Swayze doing a lot of those stunts, like, especially the, the shot where he's, like, next to the door in the plane. Mm-hmm. He's like, see you later, bro. And he actually falls out. It's like, it, that immerses you. That, that It's like what Tom that. Cruise yeah. does now. Exactly. It's just like, well, that's actually him falling from a plane. I'm sure know? Tom definitely got inspired by Swayze in this he movie, Skydiving, because Swayze's actually doing it. And Tom's, and he's like, he was always inspired by Jackie Chan and Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin with the stunts. And so actually seeing the actor do it, Really makes a boatload of difference. Yeah. And the surfing too. Yeah, he did surf, all of his yeah. own stunts. The only stunt that Swayze didn't do in this movie was when Johnny's chasing him when he's wearing the Ronald Reagan mask. That's the only time there's a stunt actor because right. he was unavailable. He was doing press for another movie. For Ghost, huh. he was doing yeah. press. Yeah, so he was oh, nice. Oh. Yeah. We did our research. <laughs> yeah, you did. Boys are smart. <laughs> We're wicked smart guy. <laughs> I don't I, I'll go on record. We did we reviewed this movie on Confused Breakfast like what? Six oh, months ago, a year ago, or something like ago. that, and and I I don't like the skydiving diving scene. Uh-huh. I oh, think no. it's beautiful. Oh. I think it's beautiful, but it goes on for four minutes and thirty seven seconds. Is it the the one with all of them jumping out? All of them. Yeah. Well, my guess is that is that how long it takes to drop from that? Height? No, I no. think that's more. I think that I think it's like two. Mi- you normally do like a two minute free fall, three minute free fall, and yeah. then but four minutes and thirty seven seconds of. Yeah! This is amazing! <laughs> this is amazing! Fly over here, man! I can't! Let's connect, can't. Let's, can't. connect. let's connect! Grab my hand, bro! <laughs> I I, that's my big deal about some of these older movies sometimes. Uh-huh. It's like, come on. Maybe that's my modern brain kicking in. Like, I'm already bored. What's the next scene? Well, you know? my guess is, like, is it the first movie that really did it like this? So then they were just like, Catherine Bigelow was like, oh, this is amazing. I can't uh, believe sure, I, they, yeah. they let me do this. I'm just going to let it last as long as I going. can. That's true. Because she must, she, she has to have, like, some of that adrenaline junkie in her to be, be to want to make a movie like this and do it so well. You yeah, know? sure. It's 1991. Yeah. Uh, skydiving probably wasn't as popular as it is now. So many people skydive. One of our roommates skydove a couple months ago, and she said it was an amazing experience. But, like, it wasn't, like, a, a touristy thing to do that everyone was, was dying to do, you know? And this yeah. is, like, pre-X Games, too. Yeah. Remember, oh, remember yeah. when the X Games went nuts? Oh, and yeah. like And there was – it was sky surfing. You would wear, like, a oh, snowboard. Yeah. And you would do you would like do flips and yeah. stuff in the air, and they're like filming you, like, oh, that's a double gainer four seven two. <laughs> oh, oh man, I remember, you remember that. that? Oh yeah. And then yeah, then street luge was a thing, yeah. which I think they did in the new Point Break, didn't they? Where yeah, the, you're laying, yeah, 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 you're laying on yeah. the back of like a skateboard and mm-hmm. going down the road. Yeah, like this is just an X Games 
like dream these movies are just be like oh people are gonna love this you guys want to talk about the remake for a sec i've never even seen it <laughs> i don't ever watch i think it. i saw it once and told i like me not to see it. i love the actor edgar ramirez i think he's, I a, he's a terrific actor yes. when he was cat because they announced it and i was like why are they remaking this and then they they hired edgar ramirez i'm like well he's he would make a great Bodie, and he did a good job but like the tone of it was so dark and like gritty right and it was color corrected like super green and contrasty on if you remember but it was like super serious, and they were like Robin Hood esque villains. They stole their, they stole money and then gave it to people, and it was just like uh, it, the approach to it just didn't have the same feeling as the original. Yeah. And well, it's, I mean that rarely happens, but I think it was just a complete misstep. And it was I had to turn it off. I couldn't finish it. Yeah, it was, I, I can't even believe they went ahead with it. The only reason I think I did make it through was because I was in a hotel waiting for something else to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, and and there's something. It's not mystical, but there's something that almost seems they try to make it seem mystical. Like they've got to hit the seven markers yeah. of this of, of this uh, to make the perfect storm. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. Also, uh, Raiders I, of the Lost Ark, or, or, or sorry, no, the, <laughs> Legend of the Hidden Temple. Legend of the Hidden yeah. Temple. Yeah. What's going on? And they, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that what studios sometimes don't understand about when they remake a classic is like the classic. The movie isn't loved because it's like a cool story. Yeah, it's cool, yeah. but the movie's loved because of the actors and the characters they made and there's no way to ever make a new Johnny Utah there's no way to make a new Bodhi no. it's impossible to recreate what these actors did in this film also Catherine Bigelow is a way better director than the other director <laughs> but like I think I think no one wants to see the new Johnny Utah we just love Keanu so there's no point right. in even doing the remake yes. plus Hollywood has such a villain problem where they're turning them all into empathetic heroes yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so Bodhi's a good guy he's and, a great and, yeah. villain he's, a, he's not even good, the good guy version with Edgar yeah. Ramirez it's like I don't want to see that I want a bad guy and Bodhi he's a great villain because he destroys and loses everything he's doing it all ironically for himself he just wants as much money as possible but it yeah. makes sense to you as well yeah, yeah. yeah. he gets so many people killed his lifestyle is intoxicating and sex and you want to be a part of it and his philosophy is like a cult leader yeah. but Almost, he gets yeah. everyone killed yeah yes. so it's i I'm, I'm love villains like that yeah. that's why he's such a great character yeah. so he, dynamic yeah. he's not a good guy but you love him still you know what i mean mm -hmm. and like he, swayze makes you want to follow him like you said you like yeah let's rob it <laughs> like, cool. let's, awesome. let's rob the same bank let's not even go out of town where they wouldn't find us let's rob this bank that they know yeah. what they're we're gonna rob because why not? Yeah. Oh, I've got no problem with you running up on the girl and kissing the girl I'm kind of on a date with. Yeah, yeah that's no big no problem because yeah. you're Patrick Swayze. Yeah. So Bodie does what he wants. He does what he wants. Yeah. I don't want to watch a bank robber that's gonna give all the money away. I want him to keep it. Like yeah. the hell. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to lift up vicariously through that. I don't yeah. want to see him like having a victimhood childhood and like he. There's a reason why he's doing this. He's just he's no, just who he's he's just a bad guy. guy. He's he, yeah. We just, just nice to have a bad guy for a villain every once in a while. We don't need to Kylo Ren everyone. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but we do need his abs. Yeah, oh, just yeah. like Kyle Ren. abs. Yeah. Oh, Swayze's abs. Yeah. Not Wait. Kyle Ren. I was like, does Kyle Ren yeah. have abs? <laughs> I don't know. The Cummerbund hides, hides it. You know? Third movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think he had a beer gut the entire time. <laughs> Probably did. I like that. <laughs> and I love Bodhi because he goes out on his own terms. He dies yeah. doing yeah. what he loves, and yeah. I love how Johnny Utah lets him do it. He lets him go out on his own terms. The respect. Did it you is. guys notice how the intro of this film is essentially the outro? Oh yeah, but 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 totally different. The circuit. shootout, the training shootout in the rain. Yes, nothing. He's got no gear on. He's just got his handgun, just soaking wet. <laughs> it makes no sense. Ten out ten. You makes no sense. He's like diving and shooting, shooting signs. It's so silly. It could have easily been like, hey, this rain's gonna let up in about thirty minutes. But so, I love it. <laughs> no, let's yeah. do it right now. Oh, let's yeah. do it right now. Let's do it right now. But no. yeah, think about Johnny Utah at the beginning of the movie. He's sitting there, prime of his career. He just got in the academy. He's going to be going in. He's shooting guns. At the end, he's not even a cop anymore, yeah, but he's absolutely. still in the rain. And Utah, or sorry, Bodie is surfing in the beginning of the movie, and now Bodie is surfing at the end of the movie to his death. Like it's yeah. it's Bodie's sort of the a, same. Bodie's a static character. He doesn't transform. He's the same from start to finish. Yeah. But Johnny, the lead, that's why he's the lead. Yes. He transforms because that's he's a true. different person. And yep. so he's okay. an idealized yeah. young FBI agent in the start, and at the end, he's he doesn't want anything to do with law enforcement. Still surfing every day. I, I guarantee he embraced <laughs> the lifestyle, not being a criminal, but the Bodie lifestyle. Well, his hair's sure. longer and everything like yeah. that, too, so he's got a new look. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It does show their, their relationship, though. There is a crazy bond between the two of them, because why even have that conversation yeah. if you're tracking him down just to get him? And then why let him go? Like, yeah. he understands. He had to find him, but then he's like, all right, fine. You, you know, know like, I can't handle a cage. <laughs> oh, man. I can't handle a cage. Let me go, man. Let me go, man. I love his you reaction. You gotta go down. <laughs> I love his reaction when he does, like, get handcuffs on him. Like, he's like, no! 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 Like, I feel that. It'd be funny if they went on a board together and served yeah. together. <laughs> 
they're, they're each on their own board, but they're handcuffed together and doing this. Yes. Hands, hands on they're, one of their They're hips, like, a like a prom photo. Right. Yes. You talk I about, trust you, bud. <laughs> you talk about uh, Keanu's acting. The, I think the worst acting performance of this movie is the Australian cop that comes at the oh, end. Yeah, but he goes, you let him get away. <laughs> he goes, you let him we'll, give. We'll get him. We'll get him when he comes back in. <laughs> I watched it the other day. I was like, is that guy, what I, What accent is did, that? I couldn't even did tell. Did you recognize him? No. It was uh, It was Gary Roberts. He was. He's a German guy playing an Australian <laughs> cop. Uh, he was in Die Hard. Like, he was one of the rando uh, bad guy henchmen uh, in Die Hard. So he pulled a Tarantino with the <laughs> shitty Australian accent. <laughs> he's, a, he's a German doing an Australian accent in Portland, Oregon. It's like, this Donna makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Sounds about right. Get him when he comes back in. <laughs> he's not coming back. <laughs> Walk away. I love when he throws the badge in the water yeah. too. Yeah. It's just Hollywood filmmaking at its finest in the nineties, dude. But you love you so love great. it. You're it's like so good. Ah. It's, it's what a cop movie should be. And yeah, I, exactly. I think that's like obviously why you shouldn't remake this and they did, but it's a travesty. But they don't make movies like this anymore because I think maybe because I know like Hot Fuzz like kind of made fun of it in like a uh, loving way. In a loving yeah. way for yeah. sure. But I don't know if you can make another movie like this because it's done so well here. I don't That's know. Like, there's never going to be a bank robber movie that beats Heat. Heat yeah. I think Heat is the pinnacle of crime, cops and robbers. Sure. I don't think a movie could ever top that film for that genre. The town was pretty close. I was, uh, that's the first one yeah. that popped in my I head. I say was the like, town's okay. not even close. It's, wow. It's great, but it's, it's not great. even close to Heat. Heat's, Heat's Heat, phenomenal. Heat, the, is, yeah. the thing is with Heat is it's so artistic, it's so creative, and it's just Michael Mann at the peak form as a director. He's really one of the greats in American history especially in the crime genre, but that movie is so incredible, and it's, it's, I don't think it can ever be touched. Technically, he made it twice, right? Yeah. He's the TV movie first, and... He's playing, yeah. He, he loves TV. Like, he started, he, he made two TV, like, a extremely popular TV show with Miami Vice that he made into a movie, and then mm-hmm. he's working on TV right now with a great Japanese show. Um, but I think Michael Mann is unparalleled with what he did with, with Heat, and Heat was so inspirational. I mean, The Dark Knight is heavily yes. inspired by Heat, yeah, that yeah. style, also the anamorphic wide Panavision that Nolan uses, he was a huge fan of Michael Mann. So especially with how modern movies have advanced, he was like a pillar for it. We just lost Ben Affleck as a fan. <laughs> ben Sorry, just he down. was listening. He unsubscribed. unsubscribed. God damn it, Anthony. He was a patron. <laughs> he was a patron. Two dollar patron. I love, I love the town. I, I love Ben. But I can't even put heat in the town like near I each other. I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Best shootout of all time. Let's oh, head into yeah. our intermission, guys. Oh, yeah. Carried away. We're cruising. Sure. Before we continue, the best way to support Raiders of the Lost podcast is to share us with your movie friends and family members. Use our coupon codes and become a patron at patreon.com slash Raiders of the Lost podcast. It's the best way to financially support the show. Everyone gets access to a weekly bonus episode on Patreon. It only costs $2 minimum to sign up for Patreon. $10, $25, and $100 to your patrons get access to our Discord where we communicate with you all day and have watch parties. $25 and $100 to your patrons get their own custom episode. You pick the topic and we cover it for you. $100 $100 tier patrons are executive producers on the main episode. You hear your name at the end of every main episode. You get a personal watch party. And after three months of being this tier, you get to come on the show for a guest segment. Thank you so much to all patrons. You support the show so much. You're the reason why we can do this full time. Raiders of the Lost podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Manscaped.com. Use our coupon code Raiders of the Lost. That is one word. At manscaped.com, you'll get 20% off and free shipping worldwide, plus maybe an extra life. Their lawnmower 4.0 Groomer is the ultimate tool for your grooming needs. It's got a 7,000 RPM motor. It's skin safe, waterproof, has a built-in light, wireless charger. You can use this thing in the shower in the dark. It's incredible. Their Boxer Briefs 2.0, we've been talking about them for months now. They are so damn comfortable and really cool patterns and designs, and not to mention... They got a little extra space down there for your junk, so they're ultra comfortable, guys. I'm telling you. Manscaped has so many other great products. They have deodorant, which I use daily. Hopefully, you do too. Two-in-one shampoo, conditioner, body wash, all sorts of stuff. Join the over 2 million men worldwide using Manscaped products. Go to their website, manscaped.com. Use our coupon code Raiders of the Lost at checkout. You'll get 20% off and free shipping worldwide. Our other amazing sponsor is MoviePosters.com. Use our special promo code Raiders10 at MoviePosters.com to get 10% off your order. 
Today, they have a huge selection of pretty much every movie and TV show imaginable in their arsenal, as well as all sorts of sizes, framing, and even backlighting. So whatever your poster needs are, they got you covered at MoviePosters.com. We have a bunch of these amazing posters both on our set and decorating our home. These are high quality, super affordable, the best you can get for with your money. Now, again, head on over to MoviePosters.com and use our special promo code Raiders10 to get 10% off your order today. We're cruising through this. And we'll begin with our movie quote competition. So everyone oh, has prepared their own sweet. stuff, right? You don't know. read my notes. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't dude. Oh. I skimmed right. them. You skimmed them. <laughs> no! <laughs> All right, I'm going to start. And yeah, I'll you go, go first. We'll go in a, in a line. Yeah, we'll go in a, yeah. yeah. Like a, a U. Yes. An upside down U. <laughs> yes. A crescent All right. moon. Are you ready? <laughs> a C. Do you see the fear, people? This boy is scared to death of the truth. Son, it breaks my heart to say this, but I believe you are very troubled and confusing young man. I believe you are searching for the answers in all the wrong places. And then the character responds, you're right. Actually, I am pretty, I'm pretty troubled and I'm pretty confused, but I, and I'm afraid, really, really afraid, really afraid, but I, I think you're the fucking antichrist. Oh, oh I know this. I know this. <sighs> you guys, this, is, this is a competition. I, I'll, I'll let you guys go. You're the guest if you can guess it. I don't recognize it. My oh man, I, th- hey, I got another quote to help. Okay. Well, no, I can say. First, I, no, I, okay. I wanna, he he wants right. to say that he knows it. No, no, no. He always right. knows it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give the guests the chance. All right. I'll all give right. another line from the first character. Now I'm going to tell you a little story today. It's a heartbreakingly sad story about a young man whose life was completely destroyed by these instruments of fear. A young man searching for love in all the wrong places. His name was Frank. Five hundred days of summer. Nah. All right, you can tell him. No. Donnie Darko. Yeah. Swayze. Uh, what? So Donnie Darko calls Swayze the Antichrist when he's doing his... Uh, oh, his no. He's Perfect. like the motivational... He yeah. 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 Oh, no. Great quote. Great quote. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Terrible quote. I'm sure they think it was good. I hate uh, it. It was, it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't quite do it for them. What's yours, AJ? All right. So this maybe this is... A, well, it's a softball. Uh... So he says, it's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorites, uh, especially from this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what that yeah. is? You know? Uh, <laughs> I'm Batman. It could be any of them. It could be any of <laughs> I need your help. I can't tell you what it is. You can never ask me about it later, and we're going to hurt some people. <laughs> Whose so car are we going to take? Timing. We were just talking about it. Whose car are we going to take? You all know it. The town guy. The town kid. The town. Yeah. The town kid. Wicked that is guy. ironic. That we've... <laughs> Whose car are we going to take? Whose car are we You're probably like, God damn it, they're going to guess my no Yeah, I do. The moment you said, oh, maybe the town, you're like, no, not at all. It's like, they know. You, you died inside. <laughs> I was going to impress them, too. <laughs> they already know. <laughs> Uh, okay, mine. In the quiet words of Virgin Mary, come again. Ooh. Uh... Huh. American Beauty? Nope. <laughs> I don't know. Not an Austin Powers. No, nope. Jesus Christ Superstar? <laughs> nope. Oh, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that... damn it. Wayne's World? That's Two? not Snatch. Oh, That's uh, oh. Bricktop. Brick top. <laughs> In the quiet words of Virgin Mary, come again. Good one. Oh, Good one. Bricktop. Bricktop. Okay, wow. movie quote. I'm going to do it like he does in the movie, and it might give it away. But uh, here we go, for camera as well. <laughs> you got to be fucking kidding. <laughs> huh? uh, it's a good one. It's a good one. You got to be have... fucking kidding. I'll do it again. <laughs> you got to be fucking kidding. It's a movie? Yeah. Mm. Is this a movie pod? It's not, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, is it a pelican? You guys talk about movies here? <laughs> Wait. Uh, you, yeah, you want me to give it to you? No, do it again. I'm I'm just, just oh, I think I got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the third time helped. Uh, it's The Thing. Oh, thing. damn. Great you one. to be <sighs> fucking kidding me. I wouldn't it's a great one. <laughs> All right, here's my quote. It's All two right. people. First person says, I've dreamed about this since I was a little girl. And the second person says, you dream about dead guys? Oh, uh, Beetleju- Beetlejuice? No. I don't know why this is the first movie that popped in my head. Gross point blank. No. Okay. We say it one more time. I've dreamt about this since I was a little girl. You dream about dead guys? 
I know this. I know it. And I'm going to huh. be really mad because I'm not going to be able to say it. Is it a Jodie Foster movie? <laughs> <laughs> Contact. <yeah. laughs> Shooting shots. <laughs> I have no idea. AJ, guess. I can't. I don't. The Mummy. The it's mummy. when they enter the first oh, two. That's a great quote, yeah. man. Yeah. You just did that movie, yeah. too. Damn. That's why I knew it. Gotcha. Oh. How excited are you guys you for Brendan Fraser's comeback? I'm Cannot so excited. Wait. Yeah. Cannot wait. Love the guy. King yeah. is back. All right. Let's do our movie release here, guesses. Gentlemen, what year did Dirty Dancing come out? Uh, Everyone make a guess. I'm going to say 1992. Dirty Dancing? Uh, that is... Wait, no. 1988. 87. 91. I was going to say... Uh, 87 as well. 87. Oh, nice, nice job, guys. Yeah. Nice Damn, job. bro. <laughs> Damn, bro. <laughs> AJ, what you got? Uh, okay. What, what what year did the movie Slackers? Ooh. Uh, I'm going to guess. 96. That's a good guess. I'm going to guess. That's a pretty guys. good one. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. You guys sound similar. I'm like, I know. Oh, yeah, people, when people listen, they don't know who's talking. Yeah. <laughs> 1998. We, 97. I'm going to go 99. 2002. What? What? Is that old? Yeah. Wow. I thought it was a 90s movie. That seems, I thought it was older. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. You think about like Jason Segel and that, you know, and yeah, like all those dudes. It's great. Okay. The only other movie that is, has, is the better movie about surfing than Point Break. Okay. Airborne. Remember Airborne? The, uh, the rollerblade dude from Cincinnati, Mitchell Guzan, who goes to Steve L.A. Guzer? Or he moves from L.A. to Cincinnati. Wait, you mean and not, he's a rollerblader? Johnny Tsunami? <laughs> <laughs> Jack Black was wait, in wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Nope. <laughs> My favorite movie ever. Does anyone even remember Airborne? Remember, oh, yeah. I remember, I remember seen this. Uh, you so, have to. His name is Mitchell Guzan. He's a rollerblader. Right. You have Nin- to watch it. 1994. 97. 83. 92. 93. Ooh, this is prime. 11-year-old so Mike Schulte was like, I have to be a rollerblader for my career. <laughs> I'll have to look this up. That was Brink for it's me. Ba- it's real Brink bad. Brink was great. Guys, Brink was so good. It'll be hard to top Brink. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I'm a horror guy. Nice. Uh, so the thing was it was it was a thing that I just did. Uh, another John Carpenter movie, um, I think it was his second, uh, The Fog. 1974. 1972. I I don't know why I feel like it's more like 78. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I I'm gonna I'm gonna say 80. 79. Oh yeah. yeah. Good one. Thanks, guys. Damn. Okay. Fine. <laughs> All right. Guess this year. School ties. Another Brendan oh, Fraser. Oh, 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 oh. Another Brendan Fraser. Men are both in this, right? Yep. And, and Brendan Fraser. Yeah. yeah. Brendan Fraser's the lead. Yes. Hoffman's that? It. Bill Seymour Hoffman's in it, too. Really? really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Pish? The Pish. 1990. Oh, I'm sorry. That's, um, he's he's in the one with Al Pacino. Forget I said that. <laughs> How dare edit, edit that out. Yeah. 1992. <laughs> I think I'm going to go, I'm going to go 1991. I'm, I'm going 90. Then. I'm going 95. 92. Oh, nice. yeah. Well done. <laughs> hey, great job, man. I was oh. trying because uh, Good Will Hunting is what, 97? 96. 96, yeah. 97, something like 97. that. Yeah, then, I think 97. And then yeah. Mallrats, because Ben is like the same baby face in Mallrats. Mall he's yeah. so bad. <laughs> he's terrible in Mallrats. His, yeah. his oh, performance yeah. in Mallrats is horrible. <laughs> I'm that sure movie. he's 20. He's so. definitely not listening anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I love the guy. You are shitting on Ben. That's, I swear you know, I love Ben him. is my guy. Oh, yeah, ben, come back. Come yeah. back, Ben. Gone, baby, gone. He's gone. Baby, come back. You officially got an unsubscribe from Ben Affleck? Yeah, my favorite Batman, too. Damn. The email just came through. Again, disagree with you. Is this your favorite Batman? No, I think so, yeah. We did. We, I don't know. You don't sound any confident I said, anymore. I said Affleck was my favorite Batman. I, I, well, I had a limitation. Like, if he had a solo movie, I think he'd be everyone's favorite Batman. Every, that's the thing. He's like everyone's favorite. <laughs> no, everyone's. <laughs> fuck, I, fuck your opinions. I, that's what it is. I stand by that. I stand so by extreme. Every single person. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> He's back. He's back. Totalitarian. I'm just trying to get Ben back on the show, man. <laughs> 
We lost his patronage. <laughs> he was only a two dollar, whatever. I'm kidding. I love two dollar patrons. <laughs> but he can he can afford it. You're, you know, you're destroying your your fan base. We had a great fan base till Confused Breakfast came on, and then it was like, well, fuck, lost everyone. <laughs> All right, what are we on? Movie pop quiz time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What was the last movie Patrick Swayze appeared in? Oh, good question. Mm. Before his death. Oh man. I can see it, but I can't think of what it was because I, I didn't watch it. I don't think. I have no You're idea. You're definitely going to watch it now. Is it Donnie Darko? No. Okay, good. Is it hair? No. I don't have a guess. Uh, hairspray? Powder Blue. Powder Blue. What? Not 2008. That's what I meant to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's, he, uh, it stars Jessica Biel, too. She plays a she plays a stripper in it. I recommend watching it. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sold. Oh, no. What, what Sold. was that called again? <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> you know how to sell a movie, man. He knows how to sell a movie. Is there a certain part I should fast forward what to? About the actual, thing. What about the actual plot of the movie? <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. After Swayze, stripper Jessica. <laughs> I guess Done. Eddie Med- Eddie Redmayne's in it. Yeah. Not wow. nope. uh, get, get that nerd out of here. You're gonna be a Jessica Biel stripper. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Highly recommend it. Stop selling it. Okay. I'll skim, I'll skim the Eddie seeds. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I uh, I tried to write this out in a, in a nice, fun, trivia way. Okay? Do your trivia voice, too. Ben Gazzara and Sam Elliott were both featured in the 1998 cult hit, The Big Lebowski. However, this was not the first project the to the... This is... Oh, boy. This is not the first project that the pair... Uh, acted and appeared in together. What was the first? Mm. Tombstone. That was gonna be my guess. Oh, this is this is bias. The Roadhouse. Oh, you can copy my guess. It's fine. No, I, I actually every, everyone that makes a guess, I was like, oh, that's the one. I think I'm gonna go Roadhouse. <laughs> okay, I'm going Tombstone. It is Roadhouse. Ah, uh, yes. Ben Gazzara and Sam Elliott. What, what was Ben Gazzara's character in there? Uh, he is he is Mister the Bad Guy. In Mr. Roadhouse. Oh yeah, yeah. The and guy driving also, down the road. Yeah, and he's also uh uh what's his what's his name in Jackie Treehorn? Jackie Treehorn. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's actually being remade right now. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Jake yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Jake Doug Connor, Connor, Connor McGregor. McGregor. Yeah. I'll watch it. I'll I guess. Well, we couldn't get it done with Ronda Rousey. Let's do another fighter. <laughs> All right, this is kind of a weird one. So the baseball hall of fame contains two people that had nothing to do with playing the sport of baseball. Managing the spate of the sport of baseball, but they do have film ties, and they are in the Baseball Hall of Fame with film ties. Kevin you know Costner. Who, who they are? Kevin Costner and um, Charlie Sheen. Penny Marshall. Ooh. And Kevin Costner. That's my guess. Okay. I'm going to say that's a good one. Penny Marshall and the, the guy who announces in Major League. Oh, uh, Harry Doyle. Yes. Um, is that his real name, or is that his name in the movie? Bob Uecker. Bob Uecker. Yeah. Okay. But he had to, he was an announcer in baseball. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Say the question again. So there are two people in the Baseball Hall of Fame that never played the sport, managed the sport, owned a team or whatever, but they have film ties, and that is the reason they're in the Baseball Hall of Fame. I think it is uh, Kevin Costner and James Earl Jones. It is Abbott and Costello <laughs> for their for their who's on first. Uh, oh, the whole play, the, the whole musical. baseball musical. musical. But oh, but no. they had all those movies that came out, yeah, and that was the, the who's on first routine. That was a big thing. That was a big musical. Yeah, that makes sense. Huge. Yeah. That's Why a the great hell question. is Kevin Costner there, man? That's what I'm saying. That guy liked to find baseball movies. He did. Yeah. Oh man. Field uh, Field of Dreams is like thirty oh, minutes. And Bull Durham yeah. too. Bull Durham. Yeah. yeah. It's a good one. Um, I don't know how many nominations this actor has had, but um, Tom Hanks is a good actor, right? Yeah. I would say uh, so, yeah. Eh. Um, <laughs> what role did he get his first Best Actor nomination for? Philadelphia. Big. Uh, what movie? Big. Yeah. Ooh. Wait, no. no. Yeah, Big came up. <laughs> he won for Big, didn't he? No. I'm saying Big. I'm trying to think of his earlier stuff. The Burbs? No. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll say big. It's big. Is it? Yeah. 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 That's, when we did that episode, it was shocking to me. I'm like, that. it's like our highest rated 
movie that we've ever done. It's so, a love right? movie. The highest critical rating. Highest critical yeah. rating. Yeah, and to hear that he got a nomination for that, I'm like, that is actually, I agree with that. That was his big Hollywood movie. Right. That was it. Like, he got the nomination. It was very successful. Everyone saw how talented he was, and that blew him up. Because then he yeah. won for Philadelphia. I think it was his first win. He won for win. Philadelphia. Yeah. I think you're right. Did you ever, have you ever talked about Big as like, an episode? I think we've mentioned it offhand every once in a while, but never, like, actually talked about it. We should it. do it. Yeah. It's, it's a, a lot of fun. Yeah, we it's grew up classic. with it. Yeah. Yeah. Piano stairs. <laughs> I don't know we, what, you're, what are you referring to. <laughs> we, made, we made a TikTok of them dancing on the keys, uh, but yeah. it was still Dre. It was like, dun, 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 dun. It, was, it was pretty good. That's good. All right. Uh, oh, it's me, yeah. yeah, your turn, pal. What was the name of the movie where Brendan Fraser sold his soul to the devil for three wishes? Oh, the Dazzled. Dazzled. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I got one. Who, who, what's the, the actress's name that's in that from Austin Powers? Uh, yes. Elizabeth um, Hurley, man. Yes. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Hurley. Hurley. We just did Austin Powers. Oh, boy. When I, was a kid, when I was a kid and watched that movie, I was like, who is that lady? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my yes. oh, my God. Who is that? Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get to our – we have uh, any haters or unsubscribes this episode? Only one unsubscribed – because uh, we just we just besides didn't... Ben Affleck, <laughs> <laughs> that's for next week's. Uh, Jacob Costler wrote uh, in our Karate Kid Alf, uh episode. You mean Ralph Macchio? Macchio. Macchio. <laughs> we were saying Macchio because that's how you say it in Italian. Italian but I didn't he realize... pronounces it in American it's like, style. It's like the American Italian. Yeah, way to the say Italian it. ch is always a K sound, so okay. we said it that way. Huh. So this this person was genuinely mad. No, he's no? our sound okay, engineer. Good. He's okay. <laughs> he's just giving us. He's just busting our balls. People who aren't subscribed, it's always a joke comment. Okay. Five stars unsubscribed. Yeah. So they'll, they'll make a ridiculous hate comment, then wrote, write in all caps, unsubscribed. I love it. That's funny. Right. Then yeah. people don't get the inside joke. They're like, why are you being so mean? This fact is great. <laughs> You're like, algorithm, keep going. Keep talking yeah, and commenting. Was, I feel your anger. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we have a great five-star review from AJ Reyes. Look at the speed, the ferocity. That's the tagline. <laughs> we kept Look referencing Alfred in, in ba- Dark, Dark Knight Rises. Rises. The, speed. the ferocity. I see the League in Shadows resurgent. <laughs> the League of Shadows resurgent. Exactly. <laughs> I won't bury another Batman. <laughs> Been listening since the Prisoners Review and can honestly say this is the best podcast ever. Sorry, guys. Make sure to add this show to the top of the queue every morning before work. Thanks to these guys, I've been able to realize my love for film and even starting writing screenplays for fun. That's amazing That's awesome. to hear, AJ. Yeah. Yeah. I recommend everyone try this really light and fun yet deep and in-depth show or else I'll unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> we did Prisoners a while ago, yeah. so he's been with us That's forever. Like, that was in 2020. Prisoners and Gone Girl on the same episode. Yeah, that was oh, like, nice. That Those was are great both great. Almost prisoners years is, ago. Yeah, prisoners so, is so underrated. So good. So oh, is yeah. Gone Girl. I love oh, that movie. Yeah. Um, on this day in film history, today is October 3rd. In 1961, the Dick Van Dyke Show premiered. In 1992, Madonna premiered her music video Erotica on, on MTV. In 2006, the show Friday Night Lights premiered on NBC. And happy birthday to Clive Owen, Nev Campbell, Lena Headey, Tessa Thompson, Alicia Vikander, Noah Schnapp, and the iconic Tommy Wiseau. All right. Oh, oh hi, Mark. Happy oh, birthday. Oh, oh, hi, Mark. Hi, happy doggy. Birthday. I did not hit her. I did not. <laughs> Might be the most famous person on that list. Oh, my <laughs> so, <laughs> so weird. <laughs> my streaming recommendation for this episode is Rush Hour. It just got added to Netflix. I nice. recommend Raging Bull. It's uh, only on Amazon for another 10 days, so watch it while you can. Nice. <laughs> you guys have watched anything recently that you recommend? Uh... I just saw no, I don't have any right. <laughs> I just had a I just had my first child. She's three months old. Wow, so, congratulations. so yeah, awesome. watching stuff has all of a sudden I recommend been like having kids. Is yes. what you recommend? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I, I was a very anti closed captions man uh-huh. in my life and now it's just like shut up, fucking dirty closed captions. <laughs> shut up. Did she just wake up? God damn, I told you to turn down to four, not five. <laughs> so like yeah, I, I finally got to binge uh Cobra Kai season five. Like I don't care how unbelievably campy that show keeps getting i love it is it good i'm talking about have it? you ever Never. seen any of the episodes None. so uh, so you just did karate kid right yeah. yeah here's the thing we talked we talk a lot of, on our show about humanizing the goons where you take a you take the evil character of the movie and if you just change the way you view the story you're like that guy's not bad yeah and that karate kid's one of the main ways to talk about that where johnny lawrence is actually in the right in everything he does in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Daniel's showing up. He's stealing his girlfriend. He's picking <laughs> fights. Johnny's literally just trying to be a high school kid and like win his karate tournament. He's he's also being influenced by his sensei to yes. be a, yeah. to be to be an attacker yes. to be to be an instigator. He's a good kid. Yeah. And Cobra Kai perfectly, the season one especially takes that idea and like does it the way we want it now johnny's the one we we're rooting for in this mm-hmm. series and 
it's it's done so well um, that I at least recommend watching season one. Yeah. And is Ralph it, in it? Yeah. Oh yeah. One? Yeah. William Zabka, Ralph Macchio, Macchio uh, yeah. all of them. Every single Elizabeth Shue shows up. Oh in like really? Two, oh three. man, that's great. It is awesome. Terry wow. Silver comes back. Terry I Silver was, comes I back. I didn't think a shoe would come would come back. That's yeah. cool. She's great in it too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. House of the Dragon for me. Oh, hell been, yeah. Oh yes. I was so gonna. I've been loving it. So good. I was gonna say double back and be like, I do. It's that. It is. Absolutely. We love, we love it. They're tremendous. Doing, they're doing such a great job. It yeah. looks so good. Yeah. yeah, it's incredible. It's stunning. But Johnny's a little handsy at the beach. Come on. He's a little aggressive. That's true. But it creases the main villain. <laughs> but speaking of the beach and Karate Kid in that opening sequence and bringing it back to Point Break, it's the same beach where right. the football Dude. scene takes place. Oh, you're right. It's so awesome. Yeah. It's so going to be like Venice or Malibu. Something. It looks for like some Malibu. reason, you can tell. Yeah. Like, like once, when you read that fact, you're like, yeah. Yeah, feels, yeah, yeah. You're like, it feels totally, like it. Yeah, yeah. I want to change the music that they're playing during the football scene to bop, bop, on a summer day. It's got a great soundtrack. Cruel Summer. Cruel Summer. Smash, oh, man. So that's, good. That's my favorite song in the 80s. We, so we watched it, and then I, I was listening to Cruel Summer for a week straight. <laughs> yes. I was like, this song is a banger. Bananarama, dude. <laughs> oh, You're waiting up to it, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, your man. day started. Everyone's watching me drive right now. I'll put up louder. Look at that cool guy guy over there yeah <laughs> oh he revved his engine too Ooh. that corolla is he driving a subaru <laughs> wow <laughs> all right well that was an easy transition back into point break very much and i think john utah is just one of my favorite characters that keanu has ever played and some fun facts he's played two co- college quarterback stars he plays johnny utah in this he also plays shane falco in the replacement yes, the only right. lefty, think about it's that. such a weird thing to have a lefty quarterback yeah <laughs> <laughs> he, he lost that that uh, bowl game though he'll never live yep. it down shane falco and also another fun fact about keanu in this movie johnny utah draw, drives that sick well it's beat up but it's a 1974 mustang mach 1 he also drives a 1974 mustang mach 1 and john wick that's the mustang he has that bombs oh, it's oh wow same car is just way better who, who would you guys rather have your as your qb johnny or shane I've I'm, never seen Johnny play. I'm going Johnny Utah. He won the. He won a he ball. He did. He's yeah. Yeah. Everyone yeah. knew who Shane he was. Falco choked. Ohio He's an State. absolute liability with that knee, though, man. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I'm taking Shane. Man, if, if Johnny Utah can stay healthy this year, yeah. we got a chance. Johnny yeah. falls down once and he can't get up. <laughs> he's like a. Yeah. He's like a Tony Romo out there. He just can't. <laughs> oh, it's that knee again. That, that knee again. again. That whenever, knee, he, whenever he falls, he pulls out a damn gun yeah. and shoots the air. That's right. <laughs> I'm taking Shane. Speak. Okay. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, you, yeah. no speaking of cars, uh, you know how you referenced uh, Swayze walks up and he says, uh, 57 Chevy. It reminds me, he says, exactly, he says, reminds me of a 57 Chevy I used to have. Yeah. A yeah, surfboard. That's a surfboard, surfboard, all right. Yeah. The 57 Chevy is what he drove in Dirty Dancing. No way. Oh. Yeah, so we didn't. We wondered if that was like him inserting that dialogue mm. or if that was just a coincidence or something. Oh, like. he must have put that in. He had yeah. to, right? Yeah, There's also to. a line that someone says, we were watching on the plane, AJ. Yeah. And someone says, some, uh, like Patrick's they call Roadhouse. Patrick's Roadhouse. Oh. Oh, down to Patrick's Roadhouse. Yeah. It's like, oh my god! It's like the name of a restaurant. It's amazing. In Point yeah. Break. I yeah. guarantee Catherine Bigelow is a huge fan of Roadhouse and like, let them do that. All those Easter eggs. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he let Swayze do what Swayze wants. You know, <laughs> the guy, the guy was Can we magnet. go back to Shane Falco real quick? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, we could just go all Keanu with this. Something that's always bugged me about the replacements, besides the unrealistic nature of it, but like. He is a star quarterback in the NFL because he's a replacement player. Then he just goes back to like chipping muscles off boats. Yeah, like, he's, he's beating sign that guy to his four year deal. He's beating actual teams with nobody. Yeah, like who would sign this motherfucker? Like, come on. I always feel bad Shane Falco just takes his bag and just goes well, to date, like the bartender. That's it, it. It might be a lot like point break where he doesn't need football to be happy. I think he needs football. Uh, he's got dude, he he's got it. a bag to his name in a in like a boat. He scrapes muscles off boats. He needs football. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's <laughs> always so bugged me. Like, why isn't anyone signing him? I would sign that guy in a second. Mm. I like it. <laughs> I have a legitimate personal question for you guys. What's up? So this scene where they go to Bodie's house and there's a party happening. Is that what every party in LA is like? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like like I, I just exactly. feel like it is. I feel like they nailed it. Jimi Hendrix playing oh, all yeah. the time. Yeah, some yeah. guy breathing fire like with glow sticks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, always on the beach. And too. you always go surfing yeah. at night. And I think that's, <laughs> that's why I figured I figured as much because I mean it, it shows again, like I say, in Fast and the Furious. It's just people again, hanging out again. You guys only drink Corona around here, right? Only yeah. Corona. Yeah. Only Corona. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you spit it on the fire. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how we do it here, man. Take it with your foot. <laughs> what the hell is he doing? Hey, the, Rosie, Rosie is laying on the beach when they go out for that night surf, right? And he's just the entire time he he just knifes that bottle of lighter fluid. 
But then, oh yeah, it goes everywhere. It's like, okay, but you've already got plenty of lighter fluid. Stop spitting and wasting all the beer in the fire. <laughs> you know those things have like a top to them. They can like yeah. squirt. Yeah. You don't got you don't got to do that, but it's showing he's chaotic. Didn't, have to do that. <laughs> didn't you say Rosie was in Wayne's World? Wasn't he one of the I love you, man? Yes. 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 No, <laughs> you don't. I love you, man. I know. <laughs> Just say thank you. <laughs> have you guys like is it super uncomfortable to sleep overnight on a beach like in the sand like they did so, it's so coarse it you just get so messed up you don't even feel it yeah, I, I feel like you can make your bed however you want though you know it's, true. it's like oh I'm a side sleeper so I'll dig it in a little deeper but, like they wake up naked next to like a family that just showed up <laughs> a picnic going on right there some kids it's build like the sand they're not like in a tent no. they're just no. totally exposed I'm yep. so late yeah. <laughs> how are you late for your own grade <laughs> how is he not fired on the spot <laughs> for being late for his own raid. You know what? Don't even show up. <laughs> You're done here. And day one, they get they assign him to the biggest criminal yeah. case in LA. Oh day one. Right. They're just like, oh, and by the way, you're a super recognizable person because you won a bowl game two years ago. Go undercover. <laughs> but the guy that you're trying to get immediately recognizes you as that. I love how in the in the first act where he's like uh, he Im it, like impersonates surfers like making fun of their voices, but it's like Keanu, that's already how you talk. <laughs> you already talk like that, Keanu. Gnarly bug on you, bro. You just lost Say Keanu as a listener. <laughs> who, who, would down. Be, who would be the pinnacle? Like if you found out that some some actor director legitimately loved your show. Like to where you go, dude. That's it, Chris like Nolan, we, bro. Chris, yeah, okay, yeah, that's yeah. the one. All right. No way he even knows podcasts yeah. exist. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't drive a car. No, he doesn't, doesn't have a smartphone. Like, yeah. but that'd be that'd be pretty. That'd like be if he walked down the street and was like. Raiders. Raiders. Or, or like if Scorsese's like, this is cinema. <laughs> I would die. I would die. Raiders Scor the Lost podcast, that's cinema. Marty probably doesn't know what a podcast is. I'm but sure, he's yeah, I'm sure he He's kind of yeah. hip. You're, yeah. on a, you're on a first name basis, yeah. though. That's nice. Marty's my guy, man. He's my number one. That's my number one. Marty. Marty. What's up? That'd be awesome. That'd be insane. Have, be you insane. Seen, have you seen the picture of him just hanging out in the pool on like a donut floaty? With his little dog? It's the best thing in the world. His daughter runs his Instagram account. It's the it's great. Like, I have it on my background on my computer at home and it's mm -hmm. it, i love looking at that it's just pure joy for me he's, i think he's the best to ever dude i just i just watched raging bull again for like the 20th time and i'm just like this movie no this movie is insane it's so good i'm with you yeah he's yeah. the best it's very underrated and he's iconic he's a legend he yeah. really is yeah he's still doing it still doing yeah. it. like him and clint eastwood still directing clint's like 172 <laughs> <laughs> clint should maybe stop i don't know but yeah. scorsese i'm i'm all here we were talking it. about when i saw the mule i'm like dude clint you are old as old. hell <laughs> holy you know, crap he's like i don't go on horses i don't know where your where your neck stops and, the, and their, your leather jacket begins bro like, <laughs> like please but like, he's still doing like i saw a, a photo of him hopping a fence on a yard on a barn yeah. like at a, at a mule yeah, yeah. he's just like no, like he was like on set of something um, a couple months ago. He's he's like hopping a fence into like a horse pen, like no problem. That man's an actual badass. Yeah, yeah. He's, he is like, like oh, a, that is guy his, is a his legend. Guy is like just salmon. I salmon is finished. Did you feel the skin off of it? Yeah, I saw Scott Eastwood was on Rogan, and he told this great story where they were working on the post production of the Mule, and he was like in the editing room room with his dad because like he's obviously your dad's clean so you gotta hang out with him whenever you can yeah, yeah. and he, there was a it was a forest fire nearby in burbank and everyone in the building because it was a studio everyone at the, at the studio exited their buildings to uh, get away just in case something happened and clint was like we still got work to do we're not, we're not going anywhere <laughs> sit down yeah. we're working on the mule those are some good genes because scott's Got the look. Yeah. He looks oh, like, he does. He looks like Clint. He doesn't he have the talent or the voice, though. We he just lost Scotty. <laughs> and there's three down. He's wow. not his dad. <laughs> there's ben no way. Scott. You, dude, if you can't live up to Clint Eastwood, I don't care who you are. Yeah. If Clint Eastwood's your dad. You're just like, you're just, you're happy to do whatever you can. I'm yeah. sorry you have to live in that shadow. Yeah. Yeah, basically what it is. So like, it's think, a nice shadow. You guys think That's, Clint's yeah. a better director or actor? Director. I think he's a better director. I think he's a better director. I think he's lost it though like I, I his his past few movies i'm just i have you seen richard it, uh richard jewel no not yet it's amazing they yeah. came out he made that three years ago it's really really okay. terrific check okay. it out yeah, yeah. he's yeah. just uh he's kind of off and on recently but i mean, I mean it's what happens when you're 172 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't argue with you this guy like million dollar baby unforgiven yeah he did uh he directed the second dirty harry i believe i like he's, high planes drifter a lot yeah it's one of my favorites like people don't realize he's made he's directed like 40 almost 50 movies yeah. like he's been directing since the 70s like Damn. and producing and 
like being involved heavily in the movies he acted in like he was very much involved in like the production of them if he didn't direct it he might yeah. be the most co- like popular triple threat in terms of directing acting and sometimes writing screenplays ben yeah. affleck's kind of like a great triple threat today in this oh yeah, got him sure. back. yeah. yeah. Got him back. love That's you right. ben yeah i'm trying to get ben back. you're the you're the new clint eastwood ben thanks guys you're the new yeah well they, uh, who's I'm just going to call him Richie Cunningham, but he's another one to me. Yeah, That's, Ron uh, Howard. Ron yeah, Howard, yeah, sorry. Yeah. But he <laughs> I had it and I lost it, and then thank you. He but really he just doesn't act anymore. He doesn't yeah. do it really anymore, yeah. though. He's just, he's just like writing and directing stuff. He's a great director, yeah. though. He, he really is. Have you seen his new movie, 13 Lives? Really no. Seen. Incredible. It's one of the best movies of the when year. When did that come out? No, this Last year. year. This no, year. this yeah. year. Yeah, no one's, no, it was no all, marketing. It was all no directly on Amazon Prime. Nobody heard of it. They didn't do any marketing for it. But Joel Edgerton, Viggo Mortensen. Like, what's the, they're just like, eh, whatever. I don't think they wanted to market it or push it. And top ten on my list this yeah, year. For it's sure. my it's wow. my so top three for me. Really. Top three for it's me incredible. this year. So I will what, watch that. What Colin is the Farrell mentality right? there? Colin Farrell's in charge. Yeah, yeah, Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell. Yeah, I based think... on a true story too. Yeah, really. So yeah. there's a bunch of children in Thailand that were trapped in a cave because there's a an early monsoon storm came and it started flooding, and then they had to figure out yes. where they were inside these caverns, like deep inside these caverns, and Oof. then they had to use, use divers to go and try to bring them out. I won't spoil it and how they did it, but it's, it's the most shocking thing I've ever seen. In a was movie. there some claustrophobia? Dude, it's going insane. Oh time. man, I can't like, do you that. Ever the, have you ever seen the descent? Yes. Picture that with water and no monsters. It's uh, unbelievable. It's crazy. Almost, yeah. almost scarier. But it's really good. The act, you said re- children. They are monsters. They can be. They can be. <laughs> this guy is like, oh, my kid. <laughs> Can I show you a picture? No, I love her. Okay, thank you. She's, she's great. She's beautiful. She's like, yeah, but she's a monster. <laughs> no, she is. I've seen a lot of shit come out of that. Awesome. <laughs> All right, how about we'll, we'll wrap up Point Break right here, Sounds guys. Sounds good. Yeah. Cool. So thanks for coming on, guys, yeah, for the man. show. Thanks for coming into the studio. Plug your show wherever you guys are where can everyone check you out yeah uh confused breakfast anywhere you listen to podcasts just look for confused breakfast and uh anywhere on social media confused breakfast and obviously confusedbreakfast.com if you want any any and all links all of our relevant info everything about us you guys on youtube Yep, yeah, we we'll just started putting full episodes on YouTube. We tackle strictly '80s, '90s, early 2000s, and we go straight through. We go here's the here scene by scene, and we we try to hit every point through the movie. And it's it's fairly detailed, and, and it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of laughs. We have most punchable face segment. Yeah. <laughs> every movie has yeah. the most punchable face, so we do stuff like that. I like so. it. You guys, it's like commentating the movie. Yeah, it's like a DVD commentary. Yeah, it's oh, cool. cool. Yeah, and so we'll be on their show for Fast Times on Ridgemont. Oh, High. that's yeah. gonna so, be fun! Oh, yeah. Wait, we're about to log off and film that. So thanks everyone for tuning into Raiders of the Lost Podcast. Become a patron at Patreon.com/slash Raiders of the Lost Podcast for as little as two dollars. Take care. I am an FBI agent. <laughs> Describe how I'm feeling. <laughs> Shit. This episode of Raiders of the Lost Podcast was executive produced by our chosen one patrons. Luke Exelston, Tyler McFly, Darren Singleton, Anthony DeMeo, John A. Graz, Becca Keen, Cody Moen, Benjamin Cook, Calvin Cam, and Lauren Smertz. Raiders of the Lost Podcast is a mirror image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.